Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Huge news at the Doggies. Uh, Bulldogs reportedly have pulled out of the race for Mitchell Moses, according to Phil Gould on Twitter, saying they have other priorities at this time. Carl Olapu uh, signs with Bulldogs after Broncos granted him an early release and there is reportedly a 500k transfer fee. This is what he said about the Broncos last year. I was between managers when I signed with the Broncos. I only went to see them with my older brother, Joe, for advice. They gave me a document that was more than 60 pages long and told me to sign it. I tried to read and understand it all in 30 minutes, but without a manager or legal advice, it was very hard. The club told me I'd be in top 30 full-time players next year and that I'd be playing my preferred position of 5'8 and that I'd meet Kevy Walters. So I was happy. They gave me a chicken sandwich and that was it. <laughs> we were shown the door. It didn't feel right. Since then... I've been told I'm not a part of the full-time squad and they want me to play at locker hooker and change the shape of my body. Uh, he also said that he would never play for the Broncos, no matter what, until he's... Can you get the quote up, please? I will never play for, the, for Brisbane as long as I live. <clears throat> wow. Um, so this guy is a extremely highly touted, you know, half. Apparently can play all the way into 13, maybe even any outside back position. So very, very talented <laughs> Huge, huge wraps on him. Uh, look, I'll talk about the Broncos stuff first. Obviously, when I read this last year and it was posted everywhere on social media, I didn't post it because, you know, this is a young kid that, uh, you know, he's very passionate about the way he feels and the way he feels he's been treated. Um, but when you're young, sometimes you probably don't realise the impact of your words. And look, maybe he stands by what he said and, like, fair play to him. Um, so I can't really... Obviously, he, you know... He can be held accountable for what he says, but as an 18, 17 year old, 18 year old, um, you know, I'm not going to hold him to the same standard that I hold a, a seasoned professional, like professional that's in his fifth year of first grade. Uh, if, if if he came out and he has been playing for the club in five years and he said something like that, then it would hurt me a lot more. It did hurt to hear that he would never play for the Broncos, have been an ex-player and it meaning so much to me. And then all the legends that have come through the club and everything that they've done for that, that jersey. But I understand his issue was with the management rather than the playing group. Um, so, you know, I'll try to keep my bias out of it for sure, as I always try to do. But, yeah, it definitely did. It did uh, 
hurt as an ex-Bronco. But if he was treated like that, as he says, that's no way to treat any player. Just for like a, a little, little more context. So he signed a three-year deal after that all went down. And that's when he said that he wanted a release after that. And that's when he said, I just want a release, chance to play football. I can promise you one thing. I'll never play for the Broncos as long as I live. They've broken promises to me and left me brokenhearted. Yeah, so because he just signed a three-year deal and then there were reports out saying that he wanted to be upgraded. But then he's obviously saying that, no, this is, this is what happened. As I said, if that's what happened, then you know, no one should ever be treated like that, regardless of if they're a first grader or not. Um, but I'm not, sure, I'm not sure the ins and outs. I'm not sure the details, so I can't really speculate on whether you know, something else happened. But anyway, Guru, thoughts on the first the Broncos situation? Make a statement off the top. If there's any NRL recruitment officers out there, you want a lazy front rower? I'll sign for a chicken sandwich without a fucking <laughs> <laughs> Sounds sensational. Uh, yeah, mate, and when I heard these comments last year, I hadn't seen too much of him. Mm. I sort of thought it's a bit of a red flag mm. to me when I first heard them. Uh, you get a bit more context, comes a little bit more clear, but it's also <sighs> clubs are always going to do this sort of stuff. Mm. You've got you've to be on your toes when you're a young guy coming into this system. You've got to... You know, you need to have your manager next to you at all times. I think. Mm. I, I think it's a lesson for him and for a lot of young guys out there. Um, did he need to come out and make that comment? I'm not sure if he did before he's even playing first grade or whatever. Um, but you know, he's a very talented guy. I I watched his highlights last week, and I sort of questioned: Is he just bigger than the other guys he's playing against? Uh, and then I spoke to someone that was there for the state cup and all that, and watched him play through all that, and someone that I really trust their opinion. They said he's the real deal. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's a really good effort for Canterbury. I noted there that he said that he didn't want to play hooker or lock or anything. I personally think he will be a 13. Mm. Just by looking at his body shape and his skill set, his defence, I think he will be a 13 long term. And I reckon the Canterbury will try and turn him into that. Mm. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, I think... As I said, although I think we both agree, probably shouldn't have said it, he's so young, I'm not going to hold... That yep. again, like, like that's his opinion. That's his opinion. He, it's, it's, and he's eighteen. Like, <laughs> I said, way dumber shit when I was eighteen. Hundred percent, way dumber shit. Um, and that's, and you could argue that's not even dumb because if, if what happened, if he says what happened actually happened, then I think he has every right to be pissed off. Like, that's outrageous if that's what really happened. Like, outrageous, uh, Timmy. Yeah, I'm so excited to to see him play this year. And as you said, the raps on him are, are enormous. From everyone I've spoken to, and it's it's hard. You don't want to be adding any pressure to these young blokes coming through, but you're in the NRL spotlight now, and it unfortunately is what it is. And you're going to keep getting raps and spoken about. And like, I genuinely believe again more on what I've heard and, and seen a little bit of him play, but that he's a chance to play NRL this year. Mm. You know, it wouldn't be a round one thing. He he hasn't played against men yet, and, mm. and that's like anything going to be the big challenge for him. But players. In recent, halves in recent years, I suppose, that have come through and, and had a crack at the NRL at 18 years old have been Sammy Walker, Ezra Mam, who have obviously, you know, already have bright careers ahead of them and have done well mm. in top grade. I suppose an issue for them early on is, you know, their smaller bodies, defensively an issue. He's like 100 kilos, this young fella. And apparently defensively is just a monster. Mm. Doesn't just make his tackles, but whacks in defence. So when you're going in there at 18 and you've got the weight the same way as everyone around you. It's like, well, that's going to help a lot. So he'll obviously start off, he's still eligible for SG Ball, I believe. Mm. That's like, he's very young, but the fact that there is talk to him potentially playing this year shows the expectations they've got on him. Um, as you said, he 
could evolve into a lock guru. Uh, I think they probably, in an ideal world, see him as the long-term partner in that side to Matty Burton in the halves. Again, Flano's going to have his opportunity this year to cement his spot, but can play anywhere in the back line. So if, if injuries fall and he's killing it in New South Wales Cup or wherever they're playing him, I suspect it'll probably be New South Wales Cup because they think he's ready to play with men. Uh, we, we could see him this year. And that's the other thing just to note, as Tim said, he's still able to play SG ball. Mm. People watching, like, SG ball used to be under 18s. It is under 19s now. Mm. So when you do so that, it's not as crazy as what it used to be mm. a couple of years ago. But, yeah, he is still very young, very raw. was in the schoolboy side last year, mm. so... Yeah, look, um, so Broncos stuff aside, uh, first of all, from a Broncos perspective, even the fact that, let's say the Broncos did nothing wrong and, and you know, the kid's in the wrong, when we don't know that, we don't know that at all, but even still, this is another young half that we have managed to not keep. Yeah. That's concerning. Wow. Again, even if it's not the Broncos' fault in regards to, let's say everything he just said it wasn't true, we are still struggling to keep this next generational superstar happy. Um, you know, obviously Sam Walker, you've got the Reese Walsh. I mean, the, the, the list goes on. And so Broncos really need to look at that pathway system and going, what is happening here where players are getting so upset that they're willing to leave? Now, it, like, let's say what the kid has said is true, um, Carl. What, let's say what is true. Like, there is a world where something like that could happen. There is a world where because he's 17, 18, he's already signed onto the club yeah we've already got him yeah no we'll, we'll come see him in a few weeks or whatever mm. but whenever you hear about the storm you know the roosters identifying a player and going after him bellamy i remember the story uh bo champion bo champion who had just like one good year but the storm wanted him to come and we're not talking about like mick crocker or anything we're talking about bo champion who you know all due respect to him had a really good year but he wasn't an international or anything at that stage yet um and he, he was telling me that Bellamy was sending him like texts that were like paragraph after paragraph saying what he wanted, how important he would be for the club, all this kind of stuff. Mm. Now, I don't know whether that's what the Broncos are or are not doing, but we clearly have an issue with this, this the step between our first grade squad and underneath when it comes to halves. We're really struggling. We're really, really struggling. Um, and so... I hope that isn't what happened where he just walked in and was just handed a contract and here's a sandwich, see you later. Uh, because if, if, he's as even, if he's even 80% as good as what people think he is, he should have the red carpet rolled out for him, mate. And I understand you don't want to make him entitled, but at the same time, you also want to show them the respect and the importance they will become to the club. Um, so from that perspective, again, I don't know the ins and outs. I don't know who's right, who's wrong. At the end of the day, the Broncos have lost another good half. That's all that matters, in my opinion, and that's disappointing. Uh, but, you know, maybe they're trying to set standards. I'm not sure. Now, onto the Bulldogs. Uh, incredible good get. The incredible, like, the, the Bulldogs as a club turnaround in this last, what, 12 to whatever months has been nothing short of phenomenal. To get a guy that won player of the tournament at 13 for Australia, yep. player of the tournament, out of a contract with the Broncos, and I understand they paid, well, reportedly paid a fair bit for him, but again, these are the big plays that can change your club's trajectory. Now, imagine this. Imagine Nathan Cleary, when he was coming through, a club took the gamble, let's say the Warriors, and did everything, paid Ivan Cleary a million and a half to say to get his son there. These are the big gambles that they can obviously blow up in your face for sure. This doesn't seem like too big of a one because he's not on a million dollars a year. 
imagine a club had been able to get Nathan Cleary when he was 18. Because, like, the raps on this kid are probably similar, maybe even more, than when Cleary was coming through. Now, Cleary obviously has gone on to be, you know, on target to be one of the greatest of all time. But, again, these are the risks you need to take to change a club's... Like, if he comes out and he becomes a seven that we all hope he can be and, and it's looking like he could be, like, how many guaranteed premierships are Penrith-based? Like... Cleary could go to any club right now, in my opinion, and take that team to a premiership mm. in, the, in the next 10 years. I honestly think that's how good he is. Yep. So when you get a young talent that is, again, he hasn't played first grade, we don't know what he's going to be. But you still have to risk something to get guys like this. Incredible get from the Bulldogs. And, um, and I'm happy for the kid as well. Like he's, He would be stoked. He's got Gus Gould down there. They're, they're backed by the Laundy Group, which is a massive group. It is extremely exciting times for the doggies. So exciting the fact that they're willing to pull out of the Mitchell Moses race publicly and go, nah, this is the kid we're going to follow after. And it will be interesting, you know, as you said, he could be the long-term partner to Matt Burton. And, you know, using the example of Nico Hines before, like we said, at the start of last year, we sort of looked at Nico Hines and went, he's not your traditional seven. Is he going to be okay? But he's the best player on the field. You want him to take control of that side. It could be Matt Burton in a similar spot. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good in a point. year or two years' time. That's it, a really good point. It, it could be this kid, potentially, but I would more lean towards maybe Matt Burton. The, mm. the halfback spot, it seems like you can get away with it being a little bit le- a little bit more orthodox, I guess you could say. Mm. Uh, unorthodox, sorry, to make it work. Mm. Well, look, if he's already got this amount of wraps on him, he's clearly got the potential and ability, if he's willing to work hard enough, to probably play anywhere in the back line. And from 13 all the way to 1... He's clearly got the talent. It's just a matter of like where he wants to focus that talent on. And I'll tell you, like if he if he doesn't want to be a thirteen, I think the biggest thing going against him, as Tim said, his defense is fucking incredible. Mm. Like you watch oh, his highlights, yeah. and it's it's his defense that stood out to mm. me. And just quickly, there might be some people going, "Oh, you know, why are you talking about the kid? It's too much pressure. He's only eighteen, rah rah." The reason why I'm okay with talking about him on the podcast is because he's come out and spoken publicly multiple occasions now. So he's clearly okay with being in the public eye. It'd be different if he was an 18-year-old and we'd never seen a quote from him. Um, that's where I, I try not to speak about. Even when, like, Suwali'i came through, for a while we didn't hear any quotes or anything like that, so I tried to stay away from, from the topic. But for people that are like, oh, he hasn't played first grade yet, you know, wait till he is. It's like, it, it does seem like he's okay with being in the limelight because he, you know, he's already been talking yeah. to media and all that kind of stuff. And as you said, mate, it's... The fact that the doggies have pulled out of the race for Mitchell Moses, who they were very keen on, they've gone, nah, they're clearly investing in their youth. They're taking the same model that Gus Gould had at the Panthers and planning mm. for the future. The average age of their squad is 24. I wouldn't say there's any ageing players in their squad that are sort of in the twilight of their career and on a downward trend. They're just... Every player in that squad is on the up, mm. building for the next couple of years, and they've gone, all right, let's get the young fella in there and then save an extra one and a half million dollars uh, mm. that we would have paid for, you know, or more over several seasons for Mitch Moses mm. and bolster our depth across the rest of the squad. Yeah. So they've put a lot of faith in, in him to, you know, fulfil his potential in coming years. As we mentioned, it'll be really fascinating to see where he ends up position-wise. If it is that lock forward, what have we spoken about the last 12 months with yeah. the doggies? It's that ball-playing lock they don't have. Yeah. If he's that good and... and Let's say even if not this year, maybe next year he gets his NRL crack, he could be their ball-playing 13, couldn't he? For sure. And I, I think also it kind of, you know, you never want a club to go, oh, we can't win the comp this year. But I think most clubs are realistic in they look at their roster and go, 
you know, we probably can't win a comp this year. So instead of trying to like patch holes and, and win a comp in 12 months time by going out and signing, how about we go, okay, this squad that we've got currently is probably going to be ready in two to three years, which I actually think is a reasonable, like people might say, that's crazy. They're not even in the top eight yet. I think it's reasonable to say that they have the potential to be challenging, challenging for a premiership in two to three years. Will they do it? That remains to be seen. And like, guess who is going to be firing in two to three years? It's going to be the next big thing that's coming through the junior system. If you would have said at the end of 2019 that the Panthers, who had just lost James Maloney and had hardly any rep players, were about to go on a big run, you would have got laughed at. Mm. Like, oh, yeah. I think Canterbury are building a really solid squad here. Yeah, for sure. You know, they've got, like, I, I sort of went through my team the other day. I don't know if Andrew Davey's going to be in my best 13. Mm. He's a tremendous player. They've, they've got good outs, good young outside backs, some of the best young outside backs coming Sounds through. Um, they've, they've, they've got the six. They've now got the one. They've got the nine. So could you so let's say let's say Flano does cement that seven spot. You have a spine of Marnie, Burton, Flano, this young Carl at thirteen, and Critter at fullback. Like it's fucking good, man. You're telling me that isn't close to being good enough to challenge for a top four spot. And this kid doesn't even have to be as good as what people are saying. As you said, if he gets to seventy percent in that squad, yeah. it'd be fantastic. Yeah. We're we're talking about a guy that won player of the tournament at the Australian and this is also where you go back and you look through premiership winning teams. They always have guys that they, they get the best out of them a little bit earlier mm. and they don't cost as much. This could all time perfectly mm. over the next two or three years. Oh, absolutely. So really exciting. Um, they, they've, they've also, sorry, Kempi signed, uh, don't know if it's officially signed or reportedly, but Damon Marshall, another really uh, highly regarded prospect from Townsville. Mm. He signed. He signed, heard yep. he's a bit of a Paul Gallen clone, just one of them coaches gifts like yep. just does everything right he's the hardest trainer he's a workhorse uh so another really good signing there uh they they're, they're just really dom young we'll get to it but he's he's apparently toured the bulldogs facility yeah chat around dom young yep. as, as um guru mentioned with andrew davy we, we, we see how how highly regarded he is or has been at previous clubs they are they're just stacked with, with good players what, what is have you had any word of like Recruitment officers in the game that go out and like look at players play. This Carl kid, like, where do they kind of land him at? I, I have heard, I've heard as, as good as it gets, sort of thing for someone who's yet to be tested against men. So mm. I've asked around and been like, oh, Isaiah Katoa might be a good comparison, and they've said there's no reason why he can't be every bit as good as what we think he's going to be, mm. um, if not better. The thing is, we've obviously seen Katoa play against men at the World yep. Cup. But yeah, like Katoa territories, if not better. Uh, the other one who a bit of word around, Jacob Preston, uh, who signed from the Roosters and edge back rower, apparently having really, really big preseason at the Bulldogs. He might, be, might feature at some stage as well. So another one to keep an eye out for. Mate, the doggies, they're moving and yeah. shaking. And Frank Pello, we haven't even mentioned him. Yeah. He, he could be another one that explodes. Yeah, and for sure. I mean, you'd be a brave man to bet that the last Panthers walked in there. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, Spencerino, who knows? <laughs> Sorry, Penny Panthers fans. This is the drums are beating. Um, yeah, so look, really exciting. As I said, in regards to the Broncos' comments, yep, a bit hurtful. He's 18, though. Like, I'm not, like, you can't expect 18 year olds to. And, and if he meant it, it's his opinion. I respect his opinion. Um, so don't, if you are a Broncos fan, although it hurts to lose a superstar like this, we were, just remember what you were like when you were young and, and the things that you said. Now, again, he may stand by it for the rest of his days. Then it's just a difference of opinion. He has a different opinion. Um, so don't, don't hold it against him too much. And for Doggies fans, 
get excited, get super excited. Uh, you know, like, for example, all that hype around Suali'i, when he came through, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, who is this kid? And, you know, like, he hasn't played first grade. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's 16 other clubs right now that would fucking kill to have a guy like Suwili. Like he has gone on and he's not even close to his potential yet. He, he would have been playing for Australia this year if he had decided to play for Australia. So... Sometimes the superstars, when they come through, they do end up being what we hope they could be. I think it looks like just an exciting place to be at the moment. Doggies, yeah. Like I, saw, I saw a too. photo the other day of even like Andrew Ryan, Mason, Sonny Bill, yeah. and Willie Tonga was yeah, back in the yeah, building. Yeah. Like, that's unreal. It's crazy to think like when Addo Carr signed, it was almost like, oh, okay, he's just getting a big contract with the dogs. But no, Addo Carr was like, no, I have a vision for this club mm. and I want to be a part of its change. And he was almost one of the first domino effects. I'm not sure if he was the exact first, but he was at least one of the first domino effects of this club is changing. You know, I love... Are we about to talk about the captains? Yeah. Okay, I'll save it. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say as well, that uh, with the squad they're building and the, the, the youth that they're bringing through, it could see ourselves spend a bit of time at Belmore Oval on the hill this year watching a few of their <laughs> games because I love getting out to a game at there. Guru will be out there. Guru's already got his tickets. Guru's already got his season pass. That's yeah. <laughs> one of the high, highly regarded scouts in the NRL. They don't even have, have season either, passes. So. He just has one, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he goes to each junior club says, can I get a season pass? I'm like, mate, we don't, we don't do season passes. like, oh, but it's a Guru, so we'll give you one. Make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.